Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Good night, everyone. We just want to welcome everyone for another button to try our prayer line and tonight we are definitely um glad in the lord that he has brought us thus far i pray that everyone's week was well you know tonight is another uh bible study session and uh, i just want to give god all the thanks firstly in bringing me through the week it's been rough but you know through christ all things are possible amen so without further ado I would like to open up with a word of prayer. Amen. Let us pray. Loving Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you and worship you, Father in heaven, for all your doings in our life, Lord, for bringing us here once again, Lord, to study your word, to know you more and more, Lord, what you have promised. Father, that you are mighty God, mighty upon the throne, you, O oh God, have all things in your hand. Heavenly Father, I just pray that you will humble our minds, humble our hearts, and help us to have reverence, O oh Lord, as we read and study your word altogether. Lord God, I just pray that your blood will be upon the prayer line tonight and that you cleanse us, O oh God, from all unrighteousness. Forgive each and every one, Lord, for our sins that we have done in deeds and thoughts. And I pray, Lord, that there will Every uh, everything that every blockage, oh Father, from your will, your word, your voice, Lord. Mm-hmm. I pray, Lord God, will be um, will be removed, Lord. And I pray that you, Lord, will have your own way. And Father in heaven, I pray that you will be with uh, Sister Charlene, oh Lord. Touch her mind, touch her lips. I pray, O oh Father, that your Holy Spirit will, you, will use her in every aspect, in uh, translation, her explanation, O oh Father, of your word. Please, I pray, O oh Father, that you fill her with your Holy Spirit. Keep her safe, O oh Lord, as she proclaims your word, reveals uh, knowledge from on high. Please, Heavenly Father, let us have a grand time in you. I pray that all will be done in decency and order. Father in heaven, we give you all the thanks and praise and glory. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray. Thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. So without further ado, we will have Sister Walters um, sing a special music for us. And then after that, we will have Sister Charlene who will be doing the Bible study tonight. Praise the Lord. Sister Walters, are you there? Just press star, star to mute your phone. Yes, I am. Good evening. Good happy evening. Thursday afternoon. Happy Bible 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 study hour. Okay, dear Lord, please be with me. Amen. My thoughts 
My Father is only the best, and that you can't deny. A God of might and miracles is written in the sky. It took a miracle to put the stars in place. It took a miracle to hang the world in space. But when he saved my soul, cleansed and made me whole, it took a miracle of love and grace. So here his glory has been shown, we still can fully see. The wonders of his mighty throne will take eternity. It took a miracle to put the stars in place. It took a miracle to hang the world in space. But when he saved my soul, and made me whole. It took a miracle of love and grace. The Bible tells of all its far and wisdom always through, and every little bird and flower are testimonies. It took a miracle to put the stars in place. It took a miracle to hang the world in space. But when he saved my soul, cleansed and made me. It took a miracle of love and grace. Amen. 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 Thank you, Sister Walters. It took a miracle. We thank you for your special music. To God be the glory and praise. And at this time, brethren, uh, tonight, welcome everyone who's just logging in. Um, tonight we're getting in the word, we're studying, we're seeking to come higher together and individually. And, you know, God has been gracious to most of us and it is a good thing to dwell in his word. Amen. So tonight we have Sister Charlene and she'll be doing our Bible study. She's a powerful um, singer for God. And not only does she does that, but she has a passion for the word, for thus state the Lord. So, Lord, we just pray that your blessings will be upon Sister Charlene and you will use her with might and power. We give you thanks, Lord, for what you're going to do with your daughter in Jesus' holy name. Sister Charlene, if you could just press star, star, to unmute your phone. We invite you and praise God that you're here. Yes, hello. Happy Thursday. 
Praise God. Happy Thursday. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> and happy Thursday to my BTC family. Uh, thank you, Brother Sean. Um, praise be to the Lord. It is only by the Lord that we come to love the world and to be close to him, right? Um, our topic for tonight is how to be a Christian warrior in these last days. How to be a Christian warrior in these last days. And um, the three things that we will be concentrating on is connection, armor, strategy. That's connection, armor, and strategy. So um, I'm just going to give a short word of prayer again. Um, Dear Father, as we come to talk about, Lord, how we can be Christian soldiers in your army, I pray, O Lord, that our souls may be of good soil that the words that you give us dear Father, will come deep in on this good soil, Lord, and it will, it will produce a hundred, a thousand, and even ten thousand folds. I pray that you will hide me behind your cross, that your Holy Spirit will speak and through me, and that um, your word may go forth with power and with might. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, the first that we're going to be talking about is connection. And we are looking um, at this through the eyes of a soldier. So when a soldier has applied to go into the army, when he gets off that bus at the army base to train, he has to do something or she has to do something. They have to strip of whatever they knew when they grew up and they have to be filled up with what they need to know to be a soldier. And likewise, we also have to empty ourselves of self and fill up with the Holy Spirit. Um, it says in Romans 8, 1, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the spirit, after the flesh, sorry, but after the spirit. Um, let me repeat that, Romans 8.1, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Paul also says in Romans 8.5, for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. And we praise God for the word. Now, we want to examine the word and go a little bit deeper. What does it mean by flesh and what does it mean by spirit? How do we examine the fleshy things that are in our lives? And um, I don't know if <laughs> Brother uh, Sean wants to um, take that question on. How do we examine some of the fleshy things that are in our lives? Mercy. I could definitely address that, Sister Shirley. Um, fleshly things in our life. You mean when when you think flesh, you think things that are more so self. Well, that that's what comes to mind. Things that are of self and that you know doesn't really have connection with the Lord. Um, that's how I would begin 
to identify uh, things of that aspect. Okay, yes. Thank you, Brother Sean. And as we dive deeper into self, um, what you will ask me, oh, what is, you know, like, how do I know that something is self and something that is, is not of self or of God? We have to look and examine our lives. So look at what we watch. Is it, are they of God? What do we read? Are they of God? What do we listen to? Are they of God? What do we spend our time on? Do we spend more time in the Word or do we spend more time on Facebook and Netflix? Or Prime or any other other those shows? Cable TV, news. How much time do we allocate for the Word of God? How do we treat our families, our church family, our friends? Are we unforgiving? Do we have anger in our hearts? Do we have jealousy? Are we prideful? These are some of the self-reflecting questions we can ask ourselves to gauge whether we are doing fleshly things, right? But you'll ask me, but Sister Charlene, how do we know what are spiritual things? That's a very good question. Let us move on. How do we know what are spiritual things? The Bible talks about having the mind of Christ. Right? And in Philippians 2.5, it says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And I'll just wrap um, both things together before I move on more deeply in the spiritual things, just to connect it back with the soldiers. Um, the soldier, as we said before, has to give up his life once he has joined the army. He has given up his civilian life, and he's now a soldier of the army, right? And in Steps to Christ, if we go back to Steps to Christ in page 47, that Steps to Christ, page 47, it says, by faith you became Christ. And by faith, you are to grow up in him by giving and taking. You are to give all, your heart, your will, your service. Give yourself, give yourself to him to obey all his requirements. And you must take all, Christ, the fullness of all blessings, to abide in your heart, to be your strength, your righteousness, your everlasting helper, and to give you power to obey. So this tells us, just like the soldier, we have to give up this world, this life, the life of self, the dominion of self, the kingdom of self that Satan has created, and we are to take on the mind of Christ. Okay, so um, I hinted at some things there <laughs> as we go a little deeper into the spiritual things. One of the things um, that I hinted at was surrendering our agenda. Well, you'll ask me, Sister Charlene, how do we do that? How do we surrender our agenda? Well, we have a perfect example in Jesus. And so, um, Sister Walters, are you still there? 
Okay. I will look at Christ. Christ spoke to his father consistently. Yes, I'm here. Uh, I'm here. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Sister Walters. Would you mind reading Mark 6, verse 46 for me, please? Mark okay, chapter Mark 6, 6 verse 46. verses 46. And we will see. And through this verse, we will see how Christ spent his time. Mark Mark chapter 6, verses 46. And Brother Sean, if you could also read for me afterwards, Matthew 14, verse 23. That's Matthew 14, verse 23. Okay, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word. Mark 6, 46. And when he had sent them away, he departed into a mountain to pray. Amen. And amen. And Brother Sean. Pardon? That's the verse you wanted? Yes. Yes, Sister Walters. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Walters. And Brother Sean, if you could read Matthew 14, verse 23. That's Matthew 14, verse 23. Okay, praise God. Matthew 14, verse 23. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Sean. And thank you, um, Sister Walters, for those readings of the word. So you could see that Jesus spent a lot of time with his father. He spent it in prayer. He spent it conversing with his father. What can we take away from this? Jesus, if Jesus spent his time, he humbled himself before the father and he communicated with his father. We too also should spend the time with God, reading his word, studying his word, praying. And just as Jesus, when he he was in the daytime, he would be out helping people, doing the work that the Lord sent him to do. So likewise, we have to put these things into practice. So we're going to, that's another hint, we're heading into another um, phase. But just to wrap up in terms of our connection so far, we have spoken of um, emptying of ourselves, so leaving the kingdom of self and filling up with the Holy Spirit. So we are taking on Christ. And part of that talks about examining our lives to see the fleshy things, confessing these things to the Lord, and then taking on spiritual things by having the mind of Christ. And part of having the mind of Christ is surrendering our agenda to him, surrendering our lives. And that involves spending time with God, praying, and putting these things into practice. The next thing is to follow 
directions. Follow directions. So we have surrendered our agenda. Now we need to follow directions. How do we follow directions? We obey the Lord. We obey the law of the land. Isaiah 8.20, as Isaiah 8.20 says, to the law and to the testimony, if they speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. So if we don't have the law and have the testimony, we don't have the light in us. So we have to make sure that we know and obey the law. We also have to live the law in love and in meekness. And we see this example in the apostles in Acts 2, 42, 44, and 45. Um, I would like... Um, Brother Sean, if you could read that for me, Acts 2, 42, 44, and 45. That's Acts chapter 2, verse 42, 44, and 45. And Sister Walters, if you're still online, if you could read for me Ephesians 5, 19. That's Ephesians chapter 5, verse 19. Yes. But I will ask Brother Sean to read Acts 2 first for me. Okay, praise God. Acts 2, verse 42 to 45 reads, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. Uh, sorry, the next verse. 44 and, and 45. And all that believed were together and had all things common and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And 43, sorry. And fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together and had all things common, and sold their possessions and goods, and parted them to all men, as every man had need. Amen. Amen. And so we can see that the, they were living the law in love and in meekness. Ephesians 5, 19, um, Sister Walters. Okay. Um, may the Lord bless the reading of his word. Speak, Ephesians 5.19 Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Amen. Amen. So they were coming together as a church body, singing spiritual songs, and in Acts 2, we see them sharing and caring for those around them. The other point on the following directions is esteeming others better than ourselves. And Ephesians 5.21 um, says... Okay, I'll read years. I'll read Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, 5.29... 
submitting yourselves one to another in in the fear of God. Amen. Amen. So we should um, humble ourselves one to another as well. So we have, um, in the connection with Christ, we have to leave our, the self, kingdom of self behind, fill up with the Holy Spirit. And part of that filling is, um, yes, having the mind of Christ, meaning surrendering our agenda to, and to follow directions. Right? Those are the two main things. And now we're moving on to the armor of God. So, again, if we're using the analogy of the soldier, he comes onto the base to train. And part of his training is to get his equipment, his armor on. And he has to learn to use his armor. Right? And so... um, we are going to be traveling to Ephesians 6, and we're going to sit in Ephesians 6 for a while in terms of the armor of God. So as we go along to Ephesians 6, yes, and we will start verse 14. Mm-hmm. Yes. Stand therefore, having your lions girded about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. You can go down to eighteen your, for me. Okay. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all. Talking, no, taking the seal of faith wherewith we shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance, and supplication for all things. Amen. Amen. No, we'll stop there for now, but thank you. Um, okay. Thank you, Sister Walters. Thank you for the reading. You're welcome. And so we're going to go deeper into this armor. In verse 14, it says, we should have the loins girt with the girt about with truth, having the breastplate of righteousness. And when we stop and examine what is truth, Jesus said it in John 14, verse 6. We all say it a lot. In John 14, verse 6, it says, Jesus saith unto me, uh, unto him, sorry, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So he has the soldier has the loins girt about with truth. So the Lord said he's truth. Jesus said he's truth. So he has his loin girt about him with Jesus, eh? Isn't that amazing? And having on the breastplate of righteousness. 
and we stop to examine what is righteousness. So if you journey to me to Deuter- with me to Deuteronomy 6, verse 25, that's Deuteronomy 6, verse 25, brother um, Sean, can you read that verse for me? Deuteronomy 6, verse 25. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 25. Okay, I'm not it's hearing not. him. So, oh, okay. There we go. The Deuteronomy <laughs> five verse twenty-five. Praise no, God. No, Deuteronomy chapter six, chapter six, verse twenty-five. Chapter six, okay. Mm-hmm. Verse twenty-five. Deuteronomy chapter six, verse twenty-five. It reads, "And it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments." before the Lord our God, as he has commanded us. Amen and amen. So, so we get to understand now that the soldier has um, his loins girt about with truth, Jesus, because he said, I'm the truth, right? And having on the breastplate of righteousness, the breastplate, is is um is a armor it, it protects the chest area from being penetrated in battle right and the be- the breastplate that the lord wants us to keep on it is the 10 commandments right he wants us to observe all the commandments before the lord that's what deuteronomy 6 says that righteousness is so now we have this armor which is the commandments of God before us so that it protects our chest area. So now we're moving down to the feet of the soldier. And it says here in verse 15, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Right? So we are now wondering, Lord, why the feet? If you go to Romans 10 verse 15, Romans 10 verse 15, um, I will read that and then I'll ask Sister Walters to read Hebrews 11 1 for me afterwards. So when we go to the feet, it talks about in Romans 10 verse 15, it says, and how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is, as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring good tidings of good news. So it tells us that we, that we are now going to, with our feet, we are marching and we are marching to give the good news, to good glad tidings, the great story of salvation to those around us, right? So we have a mission. So we are, we are marching. We are not standing as soldiers. We are moving. And the next thing it talks about is the shield of faith. So what is a shield? How does a soldier use a shield? Um, in the olden days, they would have a shield and they would have a sword. So the shield is normally in the left hand and the sword is in the right hand. So the shield is the one that protects, you know, um, the body, the left-hand side of the body, so that if um, an, an enemy is coming, they can take the hit with the shield 
and then they will defend themselves with the sword. So the shield now of faith, what is faith? Sister Waters is going to read Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 for us to tell us what faith is. Thank you, Sister Waters. Go ahead. 11, 1. Okay. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Amen. And so, this shield that the soldier has, if you look in the spiritual realm now, that is our faith. So, when the enemy comes to attack us, we have our faith that we can use as our shield against the enemy's attacks. Isn't God good when he tells us these things? Um, and the helmet of salvation in chapter, in verse 17 of chapter 6 of Ephesians, it talks about, and take the helmet of salvation. Helmet of salvation. The helmet shields the head. It protects the head from um, any attacks from the enemy. And in Exodus 14, 13, it says, And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. And you can remember that this was before they crossed the Red Sea. So we can see now that the helmet, the salvation, we can remember that the Lord saved us from where we were coming from to where we are today. When we look back, we can see only because of the mercy of God, the plan of salvation was implemented and activated to save us from the snares of the evil one. And Psalm 3a talks about um, Psalm 3, 8, or Psalm chapter 3, verse 8, it says, Salvation belongeth unto the Lord, thy blessing is upon thy people. So when we have that salvation, the helmet of salvation, we have the blessing of the Lord upon us. Isn't that wonderful? It also talks about in Revelation 19, verse 1, that's Revelation chapter 19, verse 1, it says, and after these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Hallelujah, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. What a wonderful time it will be, brethren, when we will be joining with those voices by God's grace if we hold on to him, that we will be calling to him as our salvation as well. And one of the Final, almost final things in our armor is the sword of the spirit. And in this verse, in verse 17 of Ephesians 6, it just tells us exactly what the sword of the spirit says. It says, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So how does a soldier use his weapon, his sword? He uses it to defend himself. He uses it to attack. And he uses it to defend. And so we realize just as the 
earthly soldier would use his sword. We too have to use the sword, which is the word of God. And we can remember from Matthew 3 when Jesus was tempted. Remember, he kept saying, it is written, it is written, it is written. So he used the word of God against the enemy. Right, when the enemy came to tempt him on those temptations, his words always started with, it is written, right? So just as Jesus' example, we too have to wield the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And how do we do that? We have to learn the Word, brethren. Because remember, when the soldier is on that day's training, he's in training camp, he has to sleep with that sword. He has to learn how to use that sword and protect himself with that sword. So we too also have to learn the word of God. And so we can use it to fight the battles against the enemy, right? Just as that soldier is learning to protect himself, right, in training, training to use that sword day in, day out, sleeping with that sword, making sure he can use it at a drop of a hat. Because remember, when the battle cry comes, they will just deploy you as a soldier. You don't know when you're going out. So you have to be prepared. So that is one of the ways we have to be prepared, brethren. We have to learn the word, know the word, and use the word just as a soldier uses his sword. And the last thing is prayer. In verse 18, it says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. That it is we are, we are communicating now with our command post, our chief, our archangel, the commander in chief of heaven, the um the Lord speaks of the host, which is like the army of God, and um, prayer. We we see a lot of interactions in the Bible. I'm not gonna go into the word um, right now. I'm gonna just because I have another one to go and I see my time is slipping. But um, communicate with our commander-in-chief while we receive orders. We ask for reinforcement. So we could see that in Daniel 9, when um, Daniel was praying for an answer to the vision, the part of vision he did not understand. And Gabriel was sent to give him the explanation, and Gabriel had a battle for three weeks with the enemy, and Jesus came to overcome the enemy because Gabriel was held down for that time. So we can see that we can ask for reinforcements. God will be with us. And we go uh, back to Ephesians 6, verse Um, 11 where it says put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil so brethren we can't have the shield of faith and don't have the sword of the spirit we can't have the helmet of salvation and don't have the breastplate of righteousness we have to put on the whole armor of God and brethren, when the soldiers are practicing, they practice using the whole, their whole armor, right? So we also have to practice with our whole armor because there any time at all you are deployed, 
Because remember, when the enemy comes, he comes in sneakily, and we have to defend, we have to fight, asking the Lord to be with us as well. So we are to sharpen our swords, make sure that we are in the word. Our faith has to be strong in the Lord, as verse 10 says, and we are to be ready to join the battle. Now that we have the connection with God and we know our armor, we need to be able to understand strategy or planning. And we hinted at it in the last part of um, the armor. We have to have direction from the general, the, um, the commander-in-chief, as they would say here, of the, of the Christian army, which is Christ the Lord. And we can see these examples. Um, I'm going to ask um, John if he could read Joshua 5, 13 to 14. And Sister Walters, I'll ask you to read Joshua chapter 6, 2 to 4. So Joshua 5, 13 to 14, Brother Sean. And Sister Walters, Joshua chapter 6, 2 to 4. Praise God. Uh, Joshua 5, 13 to 14 says, And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted up his eyes and looked. And behold, there stood a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went unto him and said unto him, Art thou, art thou for us or for adversaries? And he said, Nay. But as captain of the host of the Lord, am I now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and did worship and said unto him, What saith my Lord unto his servants? Amen. Um, as you can see here, the Lord was bringing a message to Joshua. He was giving him direction as to what to do in the upcoming battle with Jericho. And so, um, Sister Walters, if you could read Joshua chapter 6, 2 to 4 for us. Okay. Joshua chapter 6, 2 to 4. Thank you, Lord, for the word. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into thine hand Jericho. And the king therefore thereof, and the mighty men of valor. And ye shall come past the city, all ye men of war, and go round about the city once. Thus shall do, thus shall thou do six days. And the seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horn, and the seventh day he shall come past the city seven times, and the, pri the priest shall blow with the trumpet. Amen and amen. So we can see now that God is directing Joshua. God is directing the army of Jerusalem to go into battle against the people of Jericho, right? And 
um, also we can see um, there is another strategy that we can see in the Bible. And then I will um, talk about um, implementation. But the other part of um, the directions coming from the Lord, we can see also on the battlefield where the Lord will inspire people um, in his army to create um, different um, strategies right on the field of battle. And I'll just read this in second, um, in sorry, second Samuel 10, um, verses 8 to 10, and it says, And the children of Ammon came out and put the battle in array at the entering in of the gate. And the Syrians of Zobah and of Rahab and of Ishtob and of Makkah were by themselves in the field. And when Joab saw that the front of the battle was against him before and behind, he chose all of the choice men of Israel and put them in array against the Syrians. And the rest of the people he delivered into the hand of Abishai, his brother, that he might put them in array against the children of Ammon. And he said, If the Syrians be too strong for me, then thou shalt help me. But if the children of Ammon be too strong for thee, then I will come and help thee. Be of good courage, and let us play the men for our people and for the cities of our God, and the Lord do that which he must him good. And so we can see now that the Lord will give direct instruction. Sometimes he'll inspire um, his men to come up with um, strategies right on the battlefield when they see what is happening and the board is moving right there. In Joshua 6, 3 to 6, we saw um, how Joshua sent out spies into Jericho. Um, I'm sorry, Joshua 2, 1, where he sent out spies into Jericho. So we can see that there are different ways that the Lord will direct us if and when we surrender our agenda, right? This is now we are soldiers in the army. We have been trained. And when the Lord says go, we are to go, right? And we go back to that story of Jericho. So if you, when we read those two verses there um the verses in Joshua 5 and Joshua 6 you can see that the lord really showed everything the battle plan of what Joshua was supposed to direct the army to do and he directed and did everything to the letter of what the lord said the six days they did march around once in, on the seventh day, just as the Lord said exactly what the Lord told him, Joshua brought, carried out or implemented the strategy that the Lord gave him to do. And you can see that in Joshua 6, starting from verse 12. And so we can see, brethren, that when we are a soldier in the army of Christ, we first we have to be connected to God. We have to empty self leave the kingdom of self and then fill and, and then ask the Lord to fill us up with the Holy Spirit as we stated before. And in doing that, we can now train with our armor and then we can be able to go into battle because the Lord is with us. We're connected to the Lord. We know the armor. We have the armor on, the whole armor. 
as the Lord told us to have. And now, when we are deployed out to the battlefield, we can be ready to do the letter to the letter, just as Joshua did, to do to the letter of what the Lord asked us to do. So, brethren, it is my prayer that as we enter these trying times, these last days of earth history, I am very convinced that this is the last days of earth history, that we will examine ourselves. We will go over the, to the Lord and examine ourselves, asking the Lord to clean us up, to give us the mind of Christ so that we can surrender our agenda to him. We can spend time in his word, reading, studying, praying, and putting these things into practice, right? Following directions, putting on the whole armor of God. And then when we are called to the battlefield, brethren, because we will be called, we will be ready to give the defense of our faith, as Brother Paul puts it, right? In soldier terms, we will be able to be going on the battlefield fight against the enemy but of course we will have <laughs> the whole host of, of the armies with us as Elisha had I'll wrap up with the story that um, if you remember that story with Elisha when the armies were surrounding him they wanted they realized that Elisha was um, telling um, Israel, everything that the enemy was doing, every strategy that the enemy came up with, Israel knew beforehand and could defend. And so they realized that it was Elisha doing it, and so they decided they would come and take Elisha. So they were surrounding Elisha's home. And the servant was there fretting himself away. I mean, what are we going to do? Elisha said, there are more with us than those who are against us. And then he prayed and asked to open the eyes of his servant. And when the servant saw the army of God, he was shocked and amazed. So, brethren, let us take courage. Just as the Lord said unto Joshua in Joshua 1, 9, let us be of good courage. We, have, we are nearing home. Let us sing our songs and go into the battle with joy. And just looking to know that we can look up because our redemption draws nigh. Thank you for having me and have a blessed evening. Or if you have any questions, we can open that as well. Thank you. Uh, Brother Sean, I'll turn it back over to you now. Praise God. Thank you, Sister Charlene. That was a wonderful Bible study on um, the, the, uh, the army of the Lord to be soldiers in the last days. Give God thanks for that. And you know, it's, it's very powerful. It's very insightful, that Bible study, but the armor, um, you know, the different aspects Sister Charlene talks about of being a soldier, of surrendering, leaving the kingdom of self, and definitely filling up with the Holy Spirit, putting on Christ. He talks about obeying the law, 
we talked about the armor of God. Very, very powerful, brethren. We, we preach that a lot uh, before you even leave your house in the morning. Put on the armor of God and the different aspects of it. You know, we really appreciate this Bible study, and it's something definitely, definitely something to look on from the feet to the breast, breastplate to the uh, loins to the helmet to the shield. And as she said, you can't have the sword without the shield and the shield without the sword. Amen. So it's definitely very powerful. At this moment, brethren, uh, the, flowers are, the floors are not open for anyone who has a comment or just wants to, you know, talk about, we're just talking about being soldiers Brother of Sean. Christ. Amen. So go ahead, Sister Walters. Um, I just would like to commend uh, Sister, um, Sister Charlene for a very um, well put together uh, Bible study. It, even a child could can understand uh, what she was saying. It's a very plain, but I I want to say make a comment on in in that you have to have obedience in there to follow the command and um, to also know the voice of your commander even if you don't see him and um, I give. Um, something that happened to me. Um, I was sleeping and I heard a voice in my hearing and the voice said to me, hello. And I jump up from my sleep and I try to reach for my phone. But before I reached for my phone, I said, hello, hello. And um, the voice was very, very clear. But all it said was, hello. And when I looked at my phone, there was no, no missed calls on my phone. And so, but later on, I, I figured out that it was the voice of the Lord. And later on, the Lord showed me in the Bible about the voice of the Lord is mighty and powerful. So, you know, I'm saying, Lord, that was your voice. The Lord is showing me that it was his voice that I heard. And so I was here and I heard a, a faint sound, but I didn't pay any attention to it at first. And then I heard it again. And then the Holy Spirit says to me, get up and go and see what I was hearing. And when I go to my daughter's room, my daughter was in distress. Had I not gone, when the Spirit said for me to get up and go, she, she would have died. And so um, I just want to say that you have to know the voice of the commander, even if you don't see him, and you have to move with the obedient spirit. Um, complete her story of being in the army. 
spiritual army of the Lord. You have to learn to be acquainted with the voice of the commander, even when you cannot see him. So that's just my adding to that powerful um, word tonight. Thank you. Lesson. Amen. Thank you, Sister Walter. We appreciate that. That's very powerful of how you uh, encountered uh, the Lord speaking. And we know when you hear the Lord speak, you have to be like, like it says in First Samuel 3, and, and when it says, and it came to pass at that time when Eli was laid down, um, or sorry, that the Lord called Samuel and he answered, here am I. And he ran unto Eli and said, Here am I, for thou callest me? And he said, I am not. Fly down again. And he went down, he went and lay down. Richard, you guys know the story how it was the Lord calling Samuel. So we ought to know the voice of the Lord. Thank you. I did hear a voice that brother Frank. Yeah. Yes, there's good. Yeah, I have to hear um sister Walter. Um I, I, I just want to um Commend Sister Arlene, um, uh, Charlene, sorry, on the very well researched Bible study and um, the exhortation, because I see not only as a, a Bible study, but also as an exhortation because of the truth that she rightly said we're living in the time of the end. And so we have to know the Master's voice, we have to know his strategy, we have to know what um, to implement while we are fighting this battle. And um, so it's a well-researched Bible study. I, you know, I applaud her and thank God on her behalf. And may continue to use her and to bless her ministry and to as she enrich this ministry, um, uh, um, BTC um, um, Bible, Bible class, I would call it. <laughs> and um, you know, I'm encouraged, and um, I hope we all learn from that. You know, I just want to comment also that, uh, you know, as I see new grown brother Sean, you know, and as um, the theme of this um, ministry is each one help one. And I could see where it's happening. So I'm just encouraging us to study the Word of God, to, you know, abide by the Word of God, to obedient to the Word of God as we um, fight this battle in these last days. And let us pray one for another, brethren. It is very important. And that's one of the commands the apostles gave to us. And that's one of the commands um, Jesus gave to us. We should pray for Israel. We should pray you know, for spiritual Israel today. We should pray for the saints. We should pray for the brethren. And um, in so doing, very soon, we will cross over the shore of Jordan where we won't be um, bombarded and perplexed, you know, but we're living at the feet of Jesus, learning day by day. Thank you. That is just my comment this evening. Amen. Thank you, Brother Frank. And we praise God that you're online, you know, with us uh, consistently to study the word. Amen. And it, it is the word that, we do love and you know i praise god that we have saints of god online here
here to uh, dwell in the word and, and study and come higher. Amen. That's what we are here for. And that's what we receive in Jesus name. Um, you know, it was the word that people who love the word, actually, that brought me closer to Christ. There's other people's love just to, to, to know God, to dig in the scripture. I know I have some family members um, who's not um, a dentist, but when I told them um, the church I attend in and uh, the, the faith I am following now, they say, oh, Adventists, they know the word, they know the word man. They really know the word. <laughs> so I praise God that we as Adventists are known for knowing the word. So, you know, we leave a good taste and we're not an eyesore. Uh, that, that, that's what comes to mind. We're not an eyesore to the Lord. We call ourselves Adventists, remnants of Christ in these last days. And it's just so powerful how what the word alone could do. My sister was telling me this week, some people have intentions. Uh, bad intentions, you know, some people try to use the word to do bad, but we praise God for the power of the word where even those who seek uh, to the, the word and read it to seek uh, others' demise and problems, uh, it, it, the word is so powerful, it can bring conviction to those uh, trying to seek the word for, for to do evil. Amen. It's just so powerful. Is there anyone Amen. else? Uh, and, and just to quickly go over Sean, just to is that only to um, study the word or know the word? Is to abide in the word? Man. You know, we abide in the word and 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 let the word live in us, so that you know others will see it and you know want it. Because you know we not we not only hope that they know that we're people of the word, because um, we see what happened to the people, but you know that they will be persuaded as we are by the word. So um, it's according to our living as we abide in the word and live in the word and live the word that we are going to reach others. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Frank. That's so true. That's very true. Uh, we, brethren, we have our dear sister Charlene who has done the Bible study today. Um, if you have missed it or came in late, by all means, you can definitely visit the website at bunttochrist.com slash audio, and you'll be able to view or click the link audio, and you'll see the different podcasts. This will definitely be up there sometime soon. And uh, as we, the topic today is how to be Christian soldiers in the last days uh, with Sister Charlene here. And it, it's so powerful. As Brother Frank said, we do have to have, uh, we do have to use the word. It's, it is, that's what reaches others and will help us reach uh, the Lord's will and definitely have a closing of these times. And, you know, the question is asked, brethren. Um, the question is definitely asked. Is it, are, are, are we afraid of the last days? The floor is open, brethren. Just comments and you know, share your thoughts. Are you, are many people? We are Christians, but even as Christians, you have to ask the real questions. We see the signs and times, but are you afraid of the last days, the events, the how we have to prepare? You know, we read in Sister White's readings what to expect. Uh, 
uh, the, the, the persecution, you know, I was prepared mentally and spiritually for these to ha- things to happen. You know, as the word says, Christ is going to come like a thief in the night. But, you know, so, so do problems. We, we didn't see COVID come like these, uh, these times. It just came out of nowhere and it snuck up upon us. And now in these times, as times get colder, people, the panic, you can see the panic starting to happen again. But we praise God that, you know, once we stay in prayer and pray for one another, the Lord definitely shows us ahead of time. He's given us a spirit and many gifts, those who have visions and discernments. We give God thanks for these. So, brethren, is there anyone else who has any comments uh, or questions? We have Sister Charlene. Anyone has a testimony or praise report like Sister Walters? Uh, the floor is open. Let's press star start, so I'll meet your phone. We are here and listening, brethren. Just press star star to mute your phone. Praise God. Um, Brother Sean, just to comment on the question that you asked earlier about are we fearful of the last thing? That's the Amen. question. Amen. That's right. Are you fearful? Yeah. We and it, it comes back down to um are we the question that at least I ask myself is, do I really believe in Christ or do I believe uh, the story but not the words of Christ? Because if I really believe the Bible, if I really believe the Lord, then I will believe his words and his words never fail. Everything that the Lord told his messengers came to pass, right? He has never given a message that has failed. So bearing the evidence and bearing that the Lord is God, we can bank on knowing that what he told us is going to come true. And it follows. If that means that we're going to... Um, what he says is going to come true. And he went through persecution. The disciples went through persecution. We have to go through persecution. So it follows that if we are for the army of Christ, then we have to prepare accordingly to the word that he has given us. And um, it is becoming real brethren. Like it's not, personally for me, it's not a, um, it's it's not out there, you know, like you just talk about it theoretically in your mind. It is, how do I prepare? How do I learn to grow things, for example? How do I learn to make things? Because the Lord says we cannot buy ourselves. It's going to come a time so we have to learn how to make soap. We have to know what to do. You know, we might not have, be able to buy up all these paper tissue paper and stuff how we gonna know we're gonna have to be running up the hills and mountains at some point we won't have time to take tissue with us so we have to and paper towel and all these things that people are craving for in the supermarket we have to be serious how can we get ready prepare our hearts prepare our minds prepare our uh, ourselves physically for the time of trouble and those are the questions i ask myself and in in line with um, God's word. 
So um, for me, it is real brethren. <laughs> Back to you, Brother Sean. I, I, I would like to comment, Brother, Brother Sean. I would like to um, to say that um, okay. I don't think it's so much us worrying about the time of trouble. Our preparation is to have a heart ready for the Lord to come. Um, and if we serve the big God, the big mighty God and not a little God, then we shouldn't be afraid of nothing that is coming before us. Because in 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 the Bible, there's so many about not to be afraid, not to be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of the terror. Don't be afraid of this or that. And if we know God for ourselves, we're not going to be afraid because he promised that even in the hell, he will come and get us. And when that time of trouble comes, he is going to direct us what to do, <clears throat> where to go, stuff like that. But even if the time of trouble comes and you are prepared for the time of trouble and you're not a pre- prepared to meet your God, then what is being your preparation for the time of trouble and you don't know your God? You have to first know your God for your own self, not for anybody else. The, not the God of your parents, but your God, your personal God. Like Jesus said all the time, my father. We have to be able to say, my father, my God, my Lord Jesus. But we have to know him within our hearts, within our life, his character ought to be our character. That's the way I see it. And if I know I have God with me, I'm not going to be afraid what's coming before me. And that's how I look at it. Thanks. Amen. Thank you, Sister Walters. And we praise God. Uh, You know, fear is not of the Lord. Sister Charlene was saying, you know, once you know Christ, you look forward to his coming. You look forward to the end times for all the, 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 the signs and the, the, the uh, catastrophe and persecution. Why? Because it is the coming of Christ. The coming of Christ, brethren. The end of sorrows. Mercy. Hallelujah to the Lord. He is coming soon. Amen. You know, the question was asked, you know, are we afraid of the last days? Afraid of war? You know, um, a death is something you can't avoid. Eventually, we will experience it, but some people, it's how they experience these things. But we, we ought to, as the Lord says in Psalms 24, I think, uh, it says, who shall ascend into my holy hill? Who shall go forth for the Lord? Who shall take up uh, that that the the, the 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 banner and walk with the Lord and lead? So we praise God. We do need more Moseses. 
We do need more Elishas. We do need more servants and, uh, and powerful people for the Lord. We praise God that he is uh, preparing a people for the last days. As, as a matter of fact, I truly believe that uh, this is the time. There's a lot of things happening, just the Lord speaking and explaining his his his, um, his words that he is coming soon, that that he's putting things in place. The winds of strife are being pulled. Mercy, brethren. We uh, it's after eight, and we give God thanks. And we know we still have a bit more time. If there's anyone else who wants to comment or testify or share upon this topic tonight about being a soldier of Christ, if we one we're here to. Sh- Sharpen one another, to encourage one another, brethren. Let's press star, start to meet your phone and uh, share the word, a scripture. What does it mean to you to be a soldier of God? Does it mean to do your, uh, to obey his word? Does it mean to search for your personal calling? Does it mean to do his will? What does it mean to you to be a soldier? Uh, does, what, is it a spiritual thing? How does it come across when you hear soldier of Christ? Is there an age limit? Is it uh, is there a special requirement? Uh, can we live a double standard life when we are soldier, part-time Christian, part-time me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Ready to just press star, star to mute your phone. We are looking for a word of encouragement from someone. Hello, good evening. Good evening, Hello? Hi, my sister. Praise God. Hi. Praise the Lord. Um, powerful um Bible study and um in fact that's one of the um Bible study I've been looking at I looked at last week, you know, putting on the armor and um just listening to everything that's going on that, you know, been said, it just brought um, brought me back to a dream I had early this year when I was going through so much with, you know, um, my job and um, just soul searching and trying to, you know, um, get a good glimpse of all that's going on and what's, why it's happening. And, and I had a dream, you know, um, I was trying to get more spiritual and that's when I, you know, came up on this um, Button to Christ ministry and other other ministry out there, you know, prayer. When I started praying more, I had a dream that um, I was running and and I was running with a group of people and then they got um, separated from me or I got separated from them and I went a different way. And I remember I was hiding, trying to hide from I, I I couldn't remember who who was um, chasing us, but then I I saw this big um, bush, and I went and I I hid behind the bush, you know, and I was hiding and was hoping that the the people that was you know chasing me, um, they'll just you know go go by. So as I was there I'm behind the bush, I remember like a voice said, um, you, you're, you're, um, you, you can't hide. You could run, but you can't hide. And I'm like, 
I, I know they didn't see me because I, I heard them pass. It was two, like, soldier men. And I, I heard them pass me. But, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm okay, good. As soon as they pass, I'm just going to go the other way, you know, sneak out and run. And then when, you know, I heard that voice that you, you could run, but you can't hide. And I, I look up. And when I looked up, there's these two soldiers with their guns. And they were just sitting there, and where I was down by the bush, there was on they were on top of a roof, and where I was, it's like I was just like, there's no way they they saw me, so they were sitting and waiting for me to come out. So when I came out, you know, I, I just surrendered and I came out, and um, they grabbed me and they threw me into this. It was just like a a, a courtroom, like a courtroom, and was um questioning me and asking me questions and I remember the questions were about my faith and um with um the sister you know talking you know when she mentioned we need to know the bible and there was a lot of um questions that they were throwing at me and I I didn't know how to come out with I didn't know to um to tell them so um I remember they eventually, at some some things I was saying to them and was talking, they eventually let me go. And I started running, trying to find the, the rest of the group. But um, that was a dream. I, You know, as she was doing this Bible study, you know, it just came back to me, that dream. I never even remember it. It came back to me that you have to know your Bible. You have to know what you believe. You have to know what you stand for. It cannot be just, you know, okay, I'm, you know, going day by day. I read here, but it's taught about studying and knowing it. And um, when you ask if I am afraid for the end, the time of trouble, I think about it. And I'm, my thing is, yes, I am, you know, concerned because I remember, you know, just back in history, how they persecuted people, how they persecuted even our forefathers and, and mothers, how they pers how they killed and you know, and I'm like, am I gonna be able to see my loved one being lynched and killed and persecuted and you know I'm, so I'm like, Lord, I need to be at that stage in my life. I need to be that close to you where thou those things when it comes, when it happens that I am not shaking, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, you know, give up and say, okay, I surrender, you know, um, and and toss God out of my life. You know, I want to be able to be able to stand, you know, even though, even if, you know, I face all of these um, trial and tribulation, I face persecution, and my family or somebody that I love seeing, you know, them getting killed and you know, I, all I can do is to pray for them, you know, so we have to get to that point. <laughs> and um, yes, we're living in the last days. And are we really ready? Yeah, we we're saying, yeah, it's it's fine. You know, it's time to wrap up. Yeah, I'm glad Jesus is about to come. But are we really ready to face what's ahead of us? You know, so we have to really be searching and praying and constantly in the word and listening like sister walter say knowing that voice to know when this, the voice say 
call your name, you know it's Jesus. You know it's the Holy Spirit. You know it's angel voice speaking to you, and you have to move, not questioning. I mean, is that the is that the Lord? Is that is that the devil? Is that the Lord? Because the devil could tell you some good stuff too, you know. So we have to know it for know that voice for ourselves. We have to know it, and that's it. Thank you very much. Amen. Thank you, Sister Andrea. That's very powerful. If the Lord gave you an eye opener, a vision, and I'm praising God that it gave you, you know, that 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 insight of to you have to know what you stand for and you have to you have to get to that stage in your life to be ready. You have to get ready and stay ready in Jesus' name. And as we get to uh we know time is closing now. Um it is it is coming to an end of the year as well, but we give God thanks. He has brought us through. You know, the Lord has definitely kept us safe health-wise. It's a blessing to to wake up and to have these different little things. We have to praise God for them. You know, what comes to mind was um, the Tuesday message from uh, last week. As a matter of fact, just talking about focusing on Jesus. Focus on Jesus. This Despite the different distractions, there's going to be war, there's going to be bullets, there's going to be nuclear weapons, there's going to be rumors of war, there's going to be all sorts of things. I'm telling you from now, if you do not know, there's going to be a lot, you know, as the Lord's coming gets closer. But as we focus on Jesus, as we know him, as we get to an anchor and soil ourselves in him, brethren, there you will not have any worries. Jesus is more than able. And he will make us, as the word says, we're more than conquerors through Jesus. Amen. So as we get to closing, if there's any last comments or anyone has a last question, we have sister um Charlene online. Praise the Lord. We have Brother Frank as last. Go ahead. Yeah. Um uh, just listening to the sister, you know, that could be a wake up call for her because um I was engaging in something and somebody got a vision God. for me and, and that sobered me up. Now, her um, sharing this evening could be other people out there who listening to uh, us, you know, might be in the same position. But um, as you say, just have to remember that the Lord has not given us the, um, the spirit of fear, but of, of, of love and of a sound mind. You understand? And, um, you know, it's intriguing because... Um, as I was studying um, this, morning, this morning's quarterly, the lesson this morning, um, in, in our quarterly, I, 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 I see something. I've seen it before, comment on it, but I've seen it in a you know, deeper and a, into a more high-opening manner. Now, the Lord had died after you know, being with his disciples. Um, you know, when, when you think of the leap of faith, uh, first of all, that they have taken, you know, to see um, Peter and his brother left their father, Zebedee, to go out there with Jesus. And um, Sister White says that they, 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 have, they have seen him before. They have heard about him and know something. But it's sinking to them that, hey, there's nothing more out there. And so they turn to him. But, you know, Jesus died after all the miracles and all that they have witnessed him done and they themselves were doing. But yet, um, Simon Peter wasn't saved. 
he wasn't seen. And then the, the, the lesson is telling you that he denied Christ thrice. But then Christ asked him the question thrice, lovest thou me? Of course, he said, feed my lamb. You know, that lamb is you, brethren. Then after he goes, he said, feed my sheep twice. That sheep is their family, the world that we are witnessing to. Now, Jesus was talking to him, signifying what type of death in the, um, in the um, I think, the, the, the 20th verse um, of John, what he would have, how, how he would have died. But what I'm looking at is that sometimes we are convicted to a point, but we're not fully converted. And so, as we get these visions, as we get these lessons, it's for us to look into ourselves and to see where we are and to, you know, um, redeem the time, realizing that we're living in the time of the end. And of course, these are some of the requirements. Um, um, Paul to Timothy, study to show yourself approved, a workman needed not being ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So, you know, these are the things, and, um, and, and I think that's where Sister Charlene have been leading us. And as Sister Walters and yourself, Brother Sean, picks up on it, this is what we need to do, brethren. It's the last day. Um, you know, COVID is a, is a wake-up call. COVID is allowing the gospel to go to the world because part, um, just prior to COVID, we were boasting that it's only 13 countries that the gospel hasn't gone to. I'm pretty sure if they'd done this statistic now, you'd find that the gospel gone to all the world. This gospel of the kingdom must be preaching all the world as a witness, and then shall the end come. This is a wake-up call. We, might, we won't have this opportunity very long. We know about the story about the, um, the, the, the angels, you know, leaving the earth and so on. I, 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 want, I want to stop, but, but you know, but, um, you know, we need to encourage one another. And we need to see ourselves, look, look into ourselves. And I'm glad that uh, my sister is looking into herself and see where she is. So, you know, God give us, you know, um, lessons in dreams, in vision, you know, in a Bible study, and so on and so forth. I, I could say more, but, you know, in the interest of time, I'll just stop. Thank you. Praise God. Thank you, Brother Frank. We um, definitely welcome you. And, you know, it's all about encouraging the brothers. Iron sharpness, iron. And we give God thanks. We know it's getting late. And we just want to um, come to a close here. Yes, Sister Charlene, go right ahead. Um, if you don't mind me singing one verse of Onward Christian Soldiers before you pray. Amen. Praise, Is that okay? Praise God. Yes, go ahead, right ahead. Okay. Onward Christian Soldiers Marching at the wall with the cross of Jesus going on before Christ, <clears throat> the royal master, leads against the foe, forward into battle, 
Christian soldiers marching as to war with the cross of Jesus going on before. Like a mighty army moves the church of God. Brothers, we are treading where the saints have trod. We are not divided, all one body we, one in hope and doctrine, one in charity. Onward, Christian soldiers, marching as to war. With the cross of Jesus, going on before. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Charlene. And... We praise God. And if you don't mind, Sister Charlene, if you could do the closing prayer as well, and I'll just notify okay. everyone else tomorrow. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Okay, let us pray. Our Father and our God, as we come before you, dear Father, we want to thank you, O oh God, for the ways that you have led us this evening. We thank you for your word. You said you put your word above your name. Oh, Lord, we thank you for the words of life that we receive today. We thank you for the hearts that have been blessed. Lord, we thank you for um, your people, dear God, who have come online, who have committed themselves to going deeper in your word for hearing your voice, Lord, in, the, in Sister Walter's hearing your voice, in um, my sister who had the dream, dear Father, telling us to be ready, to get ready, that our redemption draweth nigh. And, oh, God, we thank you, Lord, for every aspect you have been with us. And so we give you thanks for the word. We give you thanks for the time that um, we have spent with you. This is such a privilege, a privilege of singing, of hearing your word, of praying with you, communicating with you. Thank you for all the gifts that you have provided, all the resources. And Lord, we also thank you that we don't need to fret. We don't need to fear. Because you've told us, do not fear 365 times in the Bible, one for every day. And so, Lord, we know that if we hold on to your word, that if we walk and obey your laws, hearing your voice and walking obedience, putting on the whole armor of God and locking it in place, that we know, Lord, that even though the sea is before us, that just as, just as you parted the Red Sea, you will do it for us again. We can go through this time of trouble with faith 
and with the knowledge that you are with us always because you've said that in Matthew 28, 18-20, that we can go out boldly telling the good news of your soon coming and that you have the authority so we don't have to worry about anything the enemy tries to do. So, Lord, we ask that you cover all of us on the prayer line at this time. We thank you for the technicians. We thank you for Brother Sean, um, Sister Walters, all the persons who have participated on the line tonight. And we ask, oh Lord, that this word may not just be in our minds and in our hearts, but that it will be implemented, that we will put it into action, that we will now go forth and share the word and live the word and walk the word just as Jesus did. We give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Brethren, we thank you for coming tonight. And as we tuned in today, uh, the Bible study. Um, Without further ado, we do have our prayer line, 5 a.m. in the morning. And we'll be following up with uh, 9 p.m. Uh, towards the Sabbath opening, uh, where we will welcome the Sabbath, we'll praise the Lord, we'll share our testimonies. So we invite you to be on uh, tomorrow morning and tomorrow night, where we'll hear uh, from a word from the man of God, and we give God thanks. And even Saturdays, we have our service, where you could tune in on our BTC YouTube channel. Just go to Button to Christ. Type that in YouTube and you'll see our channel pop up. And in the video display, you will see our live videos. Um, That will be starting 10 a.m. And you could stay tuned. So, brethren, without further ado, stay tuned. And this is Button to Christ Ministries. What does it take to be free? Brethren, have a great night in Christ. And stay anchored. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.